Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Hey parents, you're listening to the Project Parenthood Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. Each week, I'll introduce you to the same respectful parenting practices that I use to help parents repair and deepen connections with their children. You'll get tips for cultivating more parental self-compassion, more cooperation from your kids, and more joy, peace, and resilience in your relationship with them. In today's episode, I'm talking about troubleshooting bedtime conflicts. Stick around till the end to hear about ways to practice getting and staying calm when you're already in a calm state. Bedtime can be a fraught time. Both kids and parents might be exhausted after a day packed with activity and interactions, both positive and negative. Parents who are tired from their own busy days are now trying to get kids fed, bathed, and settled down for sleep, which may be easier or harder, depending on the temperaments, amount of bandwidth, and level of activation and fatigue of everyone involved. When it can seem so touch and go, sometimes going off without a hitch and sometimes seeming to take three times as long it's helpful to have some tips for getting through that daily quote-unquote final frontier of bedtime. Number one is to have a routine rhythm to bedtime. Routines create for your child a sense of safe and calm inevitability. As much as possible, keep your bedtime routine the same each night so that your child's system begins to associate these activities with sleeping time. It helps to start winding down the noise and light levels as lights out draws nearer. Teeth brushing, pajamas, books, talking about what happened today and what will happen tomorrow, a song and then lights out is one rhythm, but each family will have their own. The more your child can anticipate what comes next, the easier it will be for you both. Two, make bedtime a time of connection. If you go into bedtime with a goal of staying on your kid's team and facilitating good vibes between you, you may have much better luck. Whatever you can turn into a game, the better. Give the toothbrush a persona and a funny voice. Pretend you don't know how to get the pajamas onto their body. Turn off all the lights and read books by flashlight under the blankets. Find ways to create connection, warmth, and safe coziness 
all of which are a great foundation for feeling relaxed enough to let go of the day and succumb to sleep. From that foundational place of connection, it helps to three allow time for shenanigans. As kids move into the toddler, preschool, and kindergarten years, bedtime can set the stage for a battle of wills between parents and children. For parents that lean toward being overly strict, a battle of wills can be a reminder to pause and check in with yourself to see if it makes sense to be more flexible and accommodating if it's reasonable and possible to do so. For a more permissive parent, finding yourself in a battle of wills can be a time to take a deep breath and think about setting a clear boundary. All parents can sometimes benefit from the practice of quote-unquote dropping the rope. A term parent consultant Robin Einzig uses to describe disengaging from a power struggle. This involves detaching from whatever your agenda is in that moment, the thing you're trying to make happen with your child. It's accepting that what you want to happen isn't going to happen right now because your child simply isn't ready, sometimes for a reason you're not going to figure out. When you drop the rope, you've realized that it's time to take a break from the effort of locking horns. You're putting your side of the rope down in this tug of war. That might look like remaining silent instead of pleading or arguing with your child. It might be moving on to the next part of bedtime and revisiting the battleground issue a bit later, or dispensing with a particular parental requirement altogether because it's not an expectation your child is able to meet in the moment. Sometimes it looks like going to do something else for a couple of minutes to give both of you a moment to get calm so you can continue with the bedtime routine from a place of connection instead of conflict. Whatever it might look like for you and your child, build into bedtime a time cushion that allows for some off-task behavior from your child and some dropping the rope on your end. One thing that helps with your ability to drop the rope is to four plan to stay calm. When you go into the bedtime routine with a dialogue running through your mind about how terrible bedtime is going to be, you may be unintentionally bringing heightened energy into the situation. The activation in your nervous system of anticipatory worry, fear, or irritation can activate those very same emotions in your child. You may not always be able to be warm and cuddly, but try to do your best at remaining calm. It's better to wait calmly when there's a lot of stalling, rather than show a great deal of upset. Your upset will only prolong the situation. Try to come into the bedtime situation with the idea that it will take as long as it takes, and that however long that is, is finite. It's got to end sometime. On the nights when you have the bandwidth, try to show compassion for your child's plight. It's not easy to let go of their time with you, their time with their toys, and let themselves surrender to sleep. Life is just so exciting, it's hard to settle down, especially when your ability to calm yourself is still in a state of development. It makes sense that kids need some help at this time of day. Acknowledge that it's not always easy to say goodnight. Show silent empathy when they have big feelings about brushing a teeth, taking a bath, changing into pajamas, or even lying down. And still, gently but firmly stick to the limit of it's bedtime. When you're generally calm, it's much easier to five, slow down and lead with presence. 
This is a part of maintaining and conveying calm. It makes sense that you're anxious to get to the adult portion of the evening and get a break from parenting. But the more you rush your child, the more you might trigger in them an intense need for autonomy, which could look like digging in heels and resisting your requests. Instead, move slowly, wait for readiness, and lead with empathy. That may actually get you to adult time faster and more smoothly. Try to stay present with your child as you help them to get ready for bed. The more you're able to really be with them during this transition to sleeping, the safer and more ready to let go your child's able to feel. So leave your smartphone in another room. And when you feel your mind drifting to the other non-bedtime concerns in life, try to recenter yourself on your breath in this moment. In this moment, you're trying to be 100% here with your child. And sometimes that effort only yields 20%, but it's still better than 0%. You'll deal with the other stuff when this stuff is over. One thing at a time. Just breathe. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. If you can stay calm and go slow, you'll find it's easier to six, hold firm limits with compassion. You've said there'll be one more book and one more song before it lights out, but here you are on book number three or song number four. We've all been there. And sometimes there are good reasons for being a bit more flexible. But when you're giving in, in an effort to avoid a tantrum or other expression of big emotions, you're digging both you and your kiddo into some unhelpful patterns. It's okay for your child to get upset. Your child learns to handle their emotions by being allowed to experience and express their emotions without it becoming a parental emergency. You learn to handle your child's emotionality by bearing calm and affirming witness to it and seeing that you both survive it again and again. So hold your limits and allow your child to have whatever feelings they have about it. It's often the case that at bedtime when your child is overtired, they're more likely to do things that will result in firmly set parental limits because they need to express some big feelings. As unpleasant as this may seem to you at this time of evening, sometimes it's exactly what your child needs to do to actually settle down. They may be holding on to feelings from the day that need releasing. Instead of trying so hard to avoid it, allow the meltdown to occur and run its course. 
If you can, try to stay emotionally connected with your child while they struggle to work through these hard emotions. Chances are, once it's over, they'll be ready for sleep. But if bedtime meltdowns are ongoing, you might want to tweak some variables. And if you have to make shifts, it's best to seven role-play bedtime changes ahead of time. When a bedtime routine needs to be changed for some reason, don't spring it on your child by surprise. But also don't drag it out for too long either. Tell them a day ahead of time and role-play the new changes during the day. Let's say you're ready to phase out sitting in your child's room until they fall asleep. During the day, let your child know that tomorrow you'll be doing bedtime differently. Walk your child through what will stay the same and what will be different by acting it out with them. Have your child choose a stuffed animal or other toy to represent them at bedtime. You could even temporarily call the toy Bedtime Jane. Insert your child's name here. And pretend to do the bedtime routine with you, giving the toy a kiss goodnight and then leaving the room. Have your child, as Bedtime Jane, pretend to protest and play out how you'll handle this, perhaps by coming in, rubbing their back for a moment, and then leaving again. Play out the scene as many times as your child wishes. That night, do real bedtime the old way for the last time. And during the following day, offer the option to role-play again if they wish. Then implement your changes as planned at the next bedtime. Stick to it. It may take several nights to a whole month for everyone to get used to it and internalize the new changes. Don't decide that a new strategy doesn't work until you've consistently done it for two weeks or more. But whether you're doing something new or you're solidly in a regular routine, kids need parents to eight show confidence after lights out. When your child cries, calls out, gets in bed with you, or otherwise needs you after you've said goodnight, it can be hard to know how to respond. Some kids have a harder time letting go of their parents for the day. Try not to be an overstimulating presence if you decide to walk them back to bed. Be as boring as you can be. Be accepting of their upset and acknowledge that it can be difficult to fall asleep and express confidence in their ability to get themselves to sleep without engaging in power struggles, scolding, or begging. That might sound like, I know it's hard to get back to sleep, buddy, and I also know that you can do it. Or, a bad dream woke you up? I'm sorry, that must have been so scary. I'll walk you back to bed and sit with you for 10 breaths. Or, I've already filled your water bottle. You can eat and drink again at breakfast in the morning. Or, reading's all done for today. We'll read again in the morning. The ninth and final suggestion for troubleshooting bedtime is to make sure you prioritize sleep for the whole family. You'll get lots of advice about when and how to have your child start sleeping independently in their own bed or their own room alone. But it's important to note that a child sleeping alone in a room by themselves is a modern and particularly American or Western phenomenon, and it doesn't work for every family culture. If everyone sleeps well when everyone is in the same bed, and it doesn't interfere with your own needs for connection to yourself or a partner, then, well, if you don't have a problem, you don't have a problem. And other people's opinions are just that. Do what feels right and good for your family. There's no right sleeping arrangement. But there are sleeping arrangements that allow everyone to actually get a good night's sleep and arrangements where it's the exact opposite and everyone wakes up exhausted. If you fall into the latter category, and really if any family member is getting poor sleep, 
It's hard for them to behave in kind, thoughtful, or regulated ways. Ongoing sleep deprivation puts a person in survival mode, or fight-flight-freeze mode. So if someone's having trouble sleeping well, it's always a good idea to take a second look at many of the variables affecting sleep. Factors like activity levels during the day, the timing of meals, naps, and bedtimes, screen time usage, and sleep hygiene are all areas where a change might be necessary, outside of, but possibly including, sleeping arrangements. So here's how you can challenge yourself. This week, instead of waiting until just before bedtime to start gathering your inner resources, plan ahead for how you'll find a place of calm when your child is stalling or otherwise being resistant at bedtime. Will you need to have a warm cup of tea or cool glass of water nearby for when you need a mini break? Will you need to step out of your child's presence to calm down, or can you get calm in the same room, even if they're having a hard time? Know what your calm down strategy is going to be ahead of time and practice using it in non-bedtime moments when you're feeling only slightly activated or not activated at all. For instance, the next time bedtime is going super smoothly, as your child is happily brushing their teeth, practice doing four cycles of four, seven, eight breaths. First, on a scale of one to 10, rate your current level of agitation. Then, inhale silently through your nose for four counts. Hold that breath for seven counts, and exhale audibly through your mouth for eight counts. Repeat four times. Rate your level of agitation again. Has it changed at all? Does doing this exercise during calm times help you use it when you're feeling a more heightened state of agitation? Test it out and report back. Bedtime is an ending. A transition where a child needs to move from a wakeful state to a restful state. But so many obstacles can get in a parent's way of facilitating this process. It's important to remember that like eating and toileting and having emotions, a child's willingness or ability to sleep lies within them. You can't force a child to sleep, but you can create a favorable environment for a restful state. You are a major part Of your child's environment. And what you do have control over is whether or not you're going to engage in behaviors that maintain or increase your child's felt sense of safety and calm, or behaviors that ignite fight, flight, freeze reactions in your child. Trying some of these conflict-reducing strategies might just clear the path leading to those post-bedtime activities you've been looking forward to all day. I hope that's helpful. You can learn more about my work with parents at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com and on Instagram at BKParents, that's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. If you have more questions about managing bedtime or any other parenting questions or stories, leave me a message at 646-926-3243. And be sure to let me know if it's okay to use your voice on the show or send an email to parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Project Parenthood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch you next week. Project Parenthood is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. 
and our intern is Cameron Lacey. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.